As you prepare for retirement, you'll be faced with many important choices. We want you to make the right ones. Welcome to Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott. Charles is an accredited investment fiduciary. He's well-equipped to help you make sound financial decisions. We want you to experience a meaningful retirement. On our podcast, we believe financial choices matter. Hey, gang. Welcome into another edition of the podcast. It's time for Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott and myself once again, talking about all this good fun stuff. And we're talking about getting it right the first time on this episode of the show. Uh, Charles, we've got some irreversible financial decisions. Eh, that's a tough line. I don't necessarily agree with the, the notes on this. There's caveats. You could maybe undo some of these things that we're going to talk about, but oh, it's yeah. not easy. So let's get it right the first time. That's the topic this week. How you doing, buddy? I am well. How are you, Mark? Good to, you know, again, we're back. Uh, we'll uh, entertain and ideally uh, educate the folks we over hope. the next few minutes. Oh, well, uh, we'll have fun. That's and right. that's up to them. <laughs> yeah, we try to spend 15 minutes, 20 minutes uh, each time we do these, sharing some hopefully useful nuggets of information. Uh, and we've also got some information that Charles has got coming out here about an interesting event, uh, a webinar he's got coming up later in the month. So we're going to talk about that. We're dropping this one here. Uh, this is early September. So welcome to September. And uh, yeah, let's talk about getting it right the first time, Charles. Uh, we've got uh, these couple of things here. I'm going to start with Social Security and the fact that technically there is a, to use golf parlance, there is a mulligan with Social Security, but it's just better off to get it right the first time because it pretty much has said it and you're kind of stuck. Well, it, it, yeah, in a, lot of, in a lot of aspects, you're kind of stuck. That's for sure. And, and I've said it, if any time the topic of Social Security comes up in this office, I always defer to Sherry. She is the expert. She really does get this stuff, really gets this stuff. But the idea of, you know, a lot of people, I want to start at 62. And then because I'm going to get less, but I'm going to get it for a longer period of time. And, you know, the equation ends up being how long are you going to live? If you knew how long you're going to live, you could calculate whether you're out of weight or not. Because if you wait, you get 8% a year plus the cost of living. Right. And that's guaranteed. That's pretty damn good return in this day and age. And you got to know. I mean, you got to know. You There really aren't, there is a minor do-over if you get it wrong right in the beginning. But you've got, you know, if you go past the first year, then you're stuck with what you've got. We did the calculations and looked at the break-even point on this, and most of the people that talk about Social Security mm -hmm. do this. And my contention is, if you take it early, you need to live probably 13 or 14 years before you get, having waited to 66, uh, You that's when you're still better off to have taken it early. If you live past that that age, then you probably would have, you would have made ultimately more money by taking it later. So, so 62, trying to, trying to shoot for 75 kind yeah, of thing. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. Just trying to figure out where it is. And there's, yeah. it's, there's, there's no right answer. It's, you know, if you need the money, you need the money and you need to take it early. If you don't, right, you don't. Right. But I wanted to talk about the aspect of getting it right the first time, because, you know, yeah. ideally once you turn it on, uh, you're set. So if you, if you turn it on at 62 and then you went, oh man, it's, you know, I should have waited at 65. Well, too late, right? That is too um, late at 65. Yeah. Yes. You, you've got one year. Technically yeah. that's, this is the yep. mulligan, uh, yep. one year to say I made a boo-boo and, yep. but the I got to give is, you all the money back. That's the trick that no one wants to do. Yeah. yeah well, that's so. exactly it. Yeah. So you got to do it right the first time. Plan yeah. it, plan yeah. it. Exactly. Just know why you're doing what you're doing. And then Go with the choice. Yeah, and these things don't work in a vacuum either, and I think that's the other part <laughs> that sure. leads to it, right? It's like, um, uh, you know, we talk about Social Security, and it's like, well, I'm going to make that decision regardless of my other financial stature, and it's like, no, they they actually all no, play together because no. when oh, you yeah. when you turn it on, might affect 
what what buckets are you pulling it from, right? Which you know, so totally. maybe maybe you're waiting on the Social Security because you're going to take from your Roth or I don't know, whatever, right? Oh, exactly. And you if you know you got to coordinate all the different sources of income later on, um, or maybe you just want to keep working. I mean, yeah. it's just it's it's all of those things, but it's not just one size fits all. Never have to think about it again. You need to have all the parts put together to make sense. It's the whole. This is the Social Security lifetime income kind of jigsaw puzzle pieces you need to fit. Yep. That's what we do is make your puzzle make sense. Let's get it right the first time. Number two, spousal benefits on the pension if you're lucky enough to have one. I don't think there is a caveat here. I think you turn whatever you pick, yeah. you're done, right? You pick, you pick, you're in. That's it. That's a one. It's a one and done. You, you If you get it right, it can be great. Again, you've got to coordinate this. This needs to fit with the other choices that you're making, the one we just talked about, Social Security or something else. You've got to coordinate all these things so they do make sense. Um, and because you, when you do any of these things in isolation of thinking about something else, the significant likelihood is you're going to goof it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not and it's not going to turn out the way you would have liked it to had you really thought it through. None of us, even us, Sherry and I, cannot predict the future, but we can at least show you what some of the alternatives are and how you need to go about thinking well, about and it. And the misstep here probably for many people is they they get offered something, they look at it, they see the higher number. Uh, sure. And they think, hey, that's the one we'll take. Uh, and, and good luck to the conversation if you go, by the way, dear, I didn't select you to get anything once I'm gone. That's probably not going to go over very well. you know. So it, it's a, important to get it right the first time. If it's the right financial decision to not select the spousal, then great. But don't just make it because it was the higher number. Make it because it makes yeah. the most sense with your total strategy. Totally. Exactly. And anybody that doesn't do it that way is just missing the boat. Yeah. And you can't fix it. So No, no. Don't write well, that's a, letter. a real that's a that's a really one choice, yeah, one yeah. only choice. Can't no write a letter, words. can't can't sing a no, sad song. New, you're, you're, new. You're, yeah, you're done. You're stuck. Okay. Uh next one. Getting life insurance. Well, okay. Now somebody might hear that and go, well, I could cancel. I could start life insurance just about any time. But think about it from the the age. We know it gets more expensive. Look at it that way. Or maybe, unfortunately, something happened, you put it off, you put it off, and then you got diagnosed with something. Now you're really in trouble. Yeah. Life insurance is one of those tricky things. Life insurance to me as it's mis it's a misnomer. It's in the most people think of life insurance as just if I die, I'm gonna get X number of dollars. I'm gonna, you know, it's, it's term insurance. It's a death benefit. It's really death insurance, it's not life insurance. It, you know, there is the cash value life insurance, which creates a value inside a life insurance policy. There's also a death benefit. And it, you've got to be able to tell the difference between what they are and why you might want one over the other. The earlier you get it, the less it's going to cost you on an annual basis for term insurance. Uh, it's also going to cost you less for a for whole life or cash value life insurance. And you, it's just how do you, how do you going to use this very specific financial tool to your advantage? The younger you are, you don't necessarily have a lot of extra discretionary income that you could throw into a policy to build the cash value, but maybe you do. And if you do, then we need to we need to have that conversation because I'm a few years ago I was not necessarily a great big fan of life insurance. The mm-hmm. more I've learned about it, the more attention I've paid to it, the more it becomes a very important tool in your toolkit of how to get all of this right. You want to be sure that it's going to yeah. cover the if you die too early. Uh, you want to be sure you've got that piece covered. If you live longer, then you want to be sure that you have the ability to use those dollars that you've put into these policies and get something back in return. Right. And in yeah. the case of life insurance, it's tax-free income if you do it right. Tax-free 
income. Well, you know, cash and it's, value policy. And it's interesting you say that about not being as big a fan, but the the service and the products have changed so much in the number last oh, number yeah. of years that it it has actually brought a, a few more people back around. They've, they've they've realized there's some shortcomings. You know, the old, remember the old joke and the or the old uh, car. I shouldn't say I got this right. The old commercials. It's not your father's Oldsmobile. Right. right. And well, same thing with insurance. It's not your yep. dad's insurance anymore. It's not like it was in yeah. the 70s or even the 80s. No. So exactly lot, right. lots of changes there. So, and again, the uninsurable aspect, you know, like I use myself, Charles, sometimes as examples or my family, because it's easy to, when you're doing these shows to, you know, use analogies that people can resonate with because we all have lives and families and so on and so forth. And at 40, I wasn't thinking about like longer term insurance or mm-hmm. even life insurance. And then I had open heart surgery at 41 and the insurance companies were like, new. They were going to touch me with a 10 foot pole, you yeah. know, after that. So I made myself hey. uninsurable for a while. Now they've come back around a decade later. Yeah. Well, but, right. Because you've got a history of being okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. it takes time. So you just, you, you want to, yeah. again, not necessarily an irreversible decision, but certainly when we want to get right the first time if we can. Absolutely. It makes way more sense to do it that way. Okay. Uh, choosing the retirement date. Last one here. And people might again go, what? That doesn't make a lot of sense. But think about it from this standpoint. If you've had the long career and you've decided on a date to retire, you've give, you're giving notice, you're walking away, you're doing all the bells and whistles of cleaning up all those things that go along with quitting that long-term job. And then you change your mind six months later Odds of getting that job back, same pay scale, so on and so forth, are pretty nil impossible. Now, the world is weird right now, and there's many companies (laughs) looking for really smart, qualified people, even older people, to fill some of these positions. Not impossible, but again, get it right the first time, because hopefully you're not going back to work because you have to. It's more because you want to. Well, and I think that's the biggest thing. People don't think about all of the, what am I going to miss when I'm not at work? Work is a time-consuming event. It is. You know, yeah. you spend a lot of time every single day doing it. Do you get great satisfaction out of it? Is there a purpose to your life? You know, that's one of the things. And when you in looking at and studying as people age, and what are the things that matter the most to them? Family and purpose, sort of, almost, oftentimes, are even more important than the financial ability to enjoy the kind of lifestyle you want. Because the kind of lifestyle you want should enjoy should include purpose. Why am I here? What can I be doing? What should I be doing? What makes me happy when I do it? Yeah. And you know, and the family aspect of it too. So it's just all again, all part of this big puzzle. And you want to have conversations about this so that you know, am I making the best possible choice at the time I'm making it with all the best information I can gather. So that hopefully you're getting it right the first time. And that that's was the, exactly it. Yep. That's the bulk of the conversation today on the podcast. We're going to do an email question and then we're going to talk about an event Charles has got coming up here. And then we're going to wrap up this week. So if you'd like to send an email or check out the show or check out Charles's website to learn more, go to PelotonCapital.com. That is PelotonCapital.com. And uh, let's take an email question here from Grace and Mesa. Uh, and she says, Charles, a second marriage for both my house, myself and my husband. We file joint tax returns, but everything else financially is kept separate. Is that okay, or should we be doing things differently? That's kind of interesting, Grace, because my wife and I do the same thing. So uh, joint tax, and we're on the, the, uh, the property together, the house, but everything else is completely separate. And it has been for 20 years, and it works just fine for us. And if it works just fine for you, then if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. Because it's different for everybody. Right. You know, when Sherry and I got married, we immediately just merged everything. And we didn't even talk about it. It just made sense to do it that way. But mm-hmm. if you're doing it in a way that's a different way to do it. Um, and it's interesting, this conversation that, that Grace is, as, is the question Grace is asking. Right. 
just a couple of weeks ago, uh, we a new client came on board, and this was one of the key parts of the conversation that we had with them in the beginning was, okay. let's just see, how do you guys think about this? There's not a right way. There's not a specific answer. I imagine you know, it adds a little more wrinkle to your job, uh, planning you know, for retirement, just having multiple information set maybe, but it shouldn't make a yeah. big difference, right? No, no, it's, no, it really kind of, it really kind of doesn't. Okay. Um, you know, if you guys are communicating on things, you, 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 everybody's got a different priority about things. So you need to talk about it. All this stuff just needs to be part of a conversation. Right. You know, you want to, ideally you want to be on the same page, but there's all kinds of different ways to go about getting to that page and having that page work for you. It's, right. it's your, it's your page. Don't let somebody else tell you what you ought to do. Just help them help you have the conversation so that you come to the conclusion on your own. Yeah, I mean, like for my wife and I, Grace, she, you know, she socks away. I, I'm, I'm a, I own my own business, so therefore, you know, she's got the the corporate, you know, four hundred one k kind of thing. So she yeah. socks away more uh, in that respect to a retirement savings account, but you know, for getting match and things like that. Where what I wind up doing is a little bit different for the savings avenue because I'm not getting match, but I do something where maybe I'm spending more of our the cash on the home upgrades, for example, you know, or whatever the case oh, yeah. might be. It, different ways. We're still thinking together in a terms of a retirement strategy for each other because yeah. we're both there over fifty, but we're just we're tackling different pieces of the pie. Does that exactly. make sense? I mean, yeah, yeah. It's it, it doesn't don't don't make it overcomplicated because yeah. it doesn't have to be. It just doesn't have to be. But you got to talk about it. Yeah, and you've got to understand that there's not a right way. And you got to have it's a quarterback. The, I think so. You still got to have a quarterback, and that would be the financial professional saying, "Okay, I see what here's what you're doing. This person here's what this person's doing. Here's how it's going to come together in the end. Let me highlight this, that, or the other, so that yeah. you you know. Yeah. I think you still need that coach, if you will. I do too. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, that's why the professional, the best athletes in the world have coaches. That's right. There's there's always stuff to learn. Always and always way. different ways to look at things and different viewpoints for sure. Yeah. So absolutely. Uh, well, great question though, Grace, and I'm glad we can yeah. relate that a little bit. As long as you guys, if it's working and you're on the same page as Charles said, uh, kudos, and just make sure that your advisor uh, has the gist, and you guys are sh- both sharing the you know the information with with the professional as well, so that they, they that they're on the same page <laughs> as well. That's true. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Okay. Well, Charles, let's wrap it up and talk about this uh, three critical things uh, webinar you've got going on. I don't think sure. that's the name of it, but it's about <laughs> dementia or Alzheimer's, uh, which you guys have been doing a lot. You and Sherry have been doing a lot with lately, which is really awesome. So tell me a little yeah. bit about it. What's going on? Uh, well, on the Tuesday, the 20th of September, and again on Thursday, the 22nd of this month, uh, 6.30 in the evening, uh, we are, in fact, the title of it is three criti- basically three critical things you and your family need to know about long-term care. Whether and it's that comes about whether it's a result of some uh, you know health issue mm-hmm. uh, or some cognitive decline. The Alzheimer's dementia stuff is gotcha. uh, is scary and it's yeah. happening to more and more people all of the time. Super and, prevalent. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those things where this is about an hour long uh, event. And uh, if you want to, if you're interested and you want to find out more about it, just call the office. Call Sherry four eight zero five one three eighteen thirty. She'll get you registered for it. There's no cost. There's no obligation. It's just us. If, if you've listened to the podcast, you have a tendency to know I talk fairly quickly, and I do in this in with this too. Uh, lots of stuff to cover, lots of examples on how people can go about paying for some of this and just a, a general understanding of what are the issues that might come up because they will come up mm-hmm. from for most people. 70% of the people that are age 65 or older, somewhere in their lifetime, will need a long-term care care. Uh, yeah. It might be for you know a few months, or it could be for the rest for of your a longer life. Term, and yeah. so, yeah, it's it's we're very excited about it. We're very passionate about it, and um, I, I, you know, 
just like I try to do with when Mark and I are talking. I would, you know, when I have fun when we do these events, let's talk about some yeah. stuff that's fun. I mean, it's it's serious stuff and it's important stuff, but yeah, at the same time, it's good to get the information and also, you know, think about ways to address it. What can we do? So, as Charles yeah. mentioned, it's complimentary. So, it's just to attend the webinar, you can, you know, obviously you're doing it from home and uh, on your computer. So, 480-513-1830 to register, no cost or obligation, but Sherry's got to get you all set and get you the information. Yeah. So, 480 1830 for that three critical things um, webinar that, that they're ta- doing talking about long-term care that you need to know about long-term care September the 20th and September the 22nd at 6.30 p.m. So if you'd like to get involved, get registered, give them a call. Charles, good stuff, man. Thanks for hanging out with me as always. I appreciate you. Hey, if we don't have a good time, as I've said before, what the heck are we doing it for? As, well, in life in general, right? That's a good philosophy yeah. in life in general. Yeah. You know, you got to have a good time. You can't, it can't always be doom and gloom, folks. No. Got to find the no. sunshine. And, and, if, and if we can part some financial wisdom, all the better. Even better. Exactly. Well, I will catch you next time here on Financial Choices Matter with the one and only Charles Scott often imitated, never duplicated. And we'll catch you a little bit later here on the podcast. Uh, Don't forget, stop by the website, pelotoncapital.com. That's pelotoncapital.com. Follow us on whatever platform you like to use for podcasting needs or call that number to attend the upcoming event that Charles and Sherry are putting on for long-term care. 480-513-1830. We'll see you next time. Financial planning and investment advisory services are provided by Peloton Capital Management Limited, a state-registered investment advisor. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No one should assume the information presented here serves as a receipt of or substitute for personalized individual advice provided by Peloton Capital Management. For more information, visit www.pelotoncapital.com.